I'm Michael Malley, and this is The Mindful Storyteller, where the subject always is stories. Storytelling, story reading, story listening, mindfulness, and the creation of the story space. Welcome to another episode of The Mindful Storyteller. And I am Michael R. Malley. And I'm Ollie Wren Erickson Malley. And today we'll be sharing a bit about places, land, and the connection with story. Um, we'll have the mindfulness bell as per usual, and then Ollie will have the first reading. Now have a reading, we'll have our discussion, and Holly will have the closing words. Enjoy the sound of the bell of the Tibetan bowl. Man's Cave is part of the Hocking Hills State Park near Logan, Ohio. According to legend, Richard Rowe lived at least briefly in the cave beginning in 1796. He eventually settled in the Hocking Hills and he is purportedly buried in the cave. As a result of Rowe's occupancy of the cave, locals named the structure Old Man's Cave. From the Ohio History Connection, OhioHistoryCentral.org All over the world, there are stories associated with mountains, hills, lakes, rock formations, rivers, caves, etc. For example, there are basalt columns in Northern Ireland known as the Giant's Causeway. Folk traditions and stories are associated with these formations. In Ireland, place names, stories of place, and lore associated with specific features of the local landscapes are known as dinsentias. These mythic and folkloric elements of the land are mirrored in our personal histories of place and story. When we return to the neighborhoods that we once knew, memories unwittingly arise. There are now four-way stops at almost every intersection in the town where I grew up, Struthers, Ohio. As you drive, you must stop, go, and stop again. On each corner, in every block, everywhere, I find memory. Story. That's where Joey lived. I remember what he told me that night after I dropped the rest of the guys off. Joe was the quiet one. He never said anything when we all got into those deep philosophical discussions. That night, as he stepped out of the car, he looked at me, one 17-year-old to another, and said, When I talk, I talk to God. And how many years ago is it now? 
since Joey has died. In my hometown, memories constantly fly towards me. Places exude story. Sometimes the memories are general. We played a lot of kickball and kicked the can there in the Greco's backyard. Sometimes the general leads to the specific. That place was a candy shop. It was called Dee's Market. We walked down there all the time. Once, Mitch, Dan, and I were walking home when all of a sudden there was this big lightning storm and sometimes the memories are recent. That's the hill where the kids and I went sledding last winter. All three of them loved it. So did I. We made a chain with the sleds. I laid on my stomach then. Through these little tales, our children have learned that places contain stories. As we revisit familiar family spots on trips and outings, it is lovely to now listen as our children share their memories that the land evokes from them. Hey Dad, remember the last time we were here and... I lived in Boston when I was in my 20s. When we visit New England, forgotten memories come unbidden. I tell stories. There are so many stories that are a part of us and a part of the land. I think we all have so many um stories like that from our childhood like I know the landscape of our childhood is just so much stronger I think in people's memories yeah I think that's true um even you know as our children one that's 31 and one that's 1917 I mean their childhoods are kind of they, they've flown by in our in our eyes but um, those 18 years are really important for building that, those stories. And they're just so strong. I mean, they're so strong in you. I've, I've heard you. This is what you do. You tell <laughs> stories all the time. <laughs> tell our kids stories about, I mean, you have such a strong connection to place in your hometown. Especially your mom still lives in the same house. Right, the house that they, you know, brought me home from the hospital in 1962. We're recording today in 2019. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that place is so deep there, that, that, that sense of rootedness. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just interesting, you know, my, um, see, my, my grandpa's house, my pappy's house, was that so strong for me for so many years. And then he moved out of it, and uh, and then it actually burnt down. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was so strange going back as an adult. One, when other people were living in it first, when he wasn't living there, and then, and we still went back to that same town in Maryland for a long time, even after he passed away, to visit my step-grandma. And uh, that's a strange thing. When you go back and the place is so changed. Right. Well, you, you know, and I do remember, you know, because we visited Cumberland a fair bit in kind of the earlier years of our relationship and uh, stories would come out, right? You would, mm -hmm. you would say, oh yeah, there was a, 
because you would go there for a couple of weeks in the summer and, and you would tell me sort of like, oh yeah, the, there was a little girl who lived over here and I would play mm -hmm. with her or we would get together with these folks or we would go to, um, I forget what you call the cabin or the cottage, uh, yeah, a special name for it, but um, you would go to this the camp. The, the camp. camp. The, the camp. camp. Okay. Yeah, you would go to the camp, and 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 so you would tell stories about going to the camp, and and you know, I I think I guess that varies from person to person. You know, a lot of people, um, like your mom, she moved around a lot when she mm -hmm. was a child. So, but then you went years ago after your grandfather, your after not pappy, but your maternal grandfather died. We'd, we'd, you and your mom traveled around and, and put bits of his ashes in, in the different places where they had where they, where had, they lived. had lived. Yeah, we did that all over Kansas because they had yeah. lived in, I don't know, a dozen at least cities when she was growing up in right. Kansas. And right. he was a pastor and a um, school teacher. He did lots of things, a librarian. So we went around to different houses. The houses she could find where they lived in. We would dump some ashes inconspicuously in the yard, <laughs> or uh, maybe if it was a church or a school, if we couldn't find okay. the house. Yeah. yeah, that was that was really interesting. Yeah, because she, she she certainly still she could still tell have those connections to different houses there, and talks about the rhubarb patch or the asparagus patch that might have been in one house or so she would give another. you little stories because mm -hmm. you you say your mom is shares has shared fewer stories, although I think now you know. She's now in her 70s, and she seems to be telling a few more stories or whatever, mm -hmm. but... Certainly fewer stories than your mom tells, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, you know, you talk about, my gosh, um, you know, you've mentioned in a previous episode how the house where my mom grew up is still there, and, you know, occasionally we, I don't know, probably once a year or once every six months or so, we'll say, oh, let's drive by the old place, and... My gosh, just the flood of memories that that come back, and 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 we've done it a few times with my mom too, right? And mm -hmm. just her memories that come back, and it it is an amazing thing about place, right? That that um, and 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 as I as I as I said in this little piece here, you know, even places that that are not from my childhood, but with the kiddos, you know, that that oh yeah, here's something. We did. This happened just a, a couple of weeks ago. I was dropping um, our our younger daughter, who's 17 now. I was dropping her off. Uh, she was going to see a play at a school, and I was like, "Oh yeah, right here. Um, this is this is the hill where, with your older sister, who's now 31, when she was little, this is where we went sledding when we lived over, um, you know, by by this school, and and I could remember." Being there with our, uh, you know, with our friends and our friend Craig and his daughters and, okay, champ, you know, he's saying to his daughter, you know, these are daughters who are now these adults now, you know, all right, champ, let's go down the hill and, you know, so, so, but the space itself, somehow, like the space itself um, owns the memory, you know, it's this, it's some sort of combination of, um, of the space and and our own memories, right? Because because it, it, it like the, the 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 place itself almost seems to hold the story, but there's there's this interaction, right, between 
you know, our memories, ourselves, and, and the story. It's, it's almost like, you know, if I'm just walking down the street, that memory of that sledding from 20-some years ago is very unlikely to just pop into my mind. It's almost like the trigger is needed of the space, like the space is there. But if, of course, if somebody else walked through the space, <laughs> I don't think the memory's going to come to them, right? <laughs> you know? uh, maybe to our friend Craig, uh, who was there as well, or maybe to our elder daughter Jasmine. But I, I don't know. I, I love that, that there's this, this kind of like there's this relationship between person and place and memory and story and and also um, sometimes something happens where when place is changed or transformed that then the the memory or the stories become less accessible I, I've never really thought of this um, before, but I, I lived and worked in Ireland in 1987, and I worked with the homeless in, in the city of Cork. But I went back and visited in uh, 2004. So, you know, what is that, 17 years later? And I actually said, when I went back to the city of Cork, I'd, I'd lived and worked in Cork for about three months, two and a half, three months. And when I went back to Cork, I said, I, I felt like um, um, this mythical character, Oshin, who, who goes across, who, who leaves Ireland, and then after just like a few years, he comes back, but hundreds of years have passed on Ireland. Because that was at the time, um, they were speaking of the Celtic tiger, the economy was so strong and robust in, in Ireland that they were building everywhere. And so I just could not find the places. I couldn't find the places where where memory was held. Like like some of those streets were just wiped away or you know the buildings were wiped away. And and my gosh, so something was lost to me in that whole process. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking of something a little bit different, like um a place that's really important to my dad as a camp, not the camp we were talking about before, but a different camp that was really important to him in his childhood. And he, that's one thing he would share a lot about is about this camp. And so half a dozen times probably in my life, we've gone back to the camp. Um, and so it's kind of seared in my memory too. I mean, his story, so I've, we've got pictures and mm. his story, and then we visited the spot, even though the camp, the, you know, the, the cabins are falling apart. Um, but because I have the picture, I have visual pictures, I have his stories, I've, I've been there. It's a really strong story to me too. Mm. And, and we've had little adventures, I guess, when we're there, because you have to go find it, and it's not, you have to forge a stream to get there and it's not always easy um but his stories yeah mixed with my story mixed with place mm. um i've made it really strong even though it wasn't my place it was just you know we would visit there for an hour or two maybe literally five or six times in my life right. um 
but it was so important to him and it somehow it's hung on there for me too oh that's really um, cool yeah this place even though the place it has changed and it's not the same yeah um so i think you know taking your kids back <laughs> to places that are important to you can help i maybe uh, makes a st story stronger for them although i mean the stories there's other stories of, that people have told me of places that i just have imagined in my mind and i think your mom especially talks about stories of place and i have images of my mind and i guess we've seen some because we go back to her neighborhood even though it's very different than it was right i mean the complete like the other side of the street is is gone it's gone they, they, you you drop you know you drop off uh uh, drop down onto the freeway. Right, um, so I'm sure I've never seen even a picture, but I certainly have a picture in my mind, and I never saw it as it was. So I see it now as her as hers is the only house <laughs> that's there out of the 20-some houses that were there. But it is strong. That's really strong for me, too, because mm. she's, in me, it's because she's told those stories again and again and again that I've heard. Um, but those are really strong for me too, and her and her, it's her place and her story. But it's but it's it strong lives, for you. Right? It lives Just, in me. I mean, I, I mean, I love her. The, love those stories of this different time and place and neighborhood. Well, this reminds me of the the uh, a few episodes back when when we were telling stories about Uncle Dudley and how some people have an actual memory of him, but then other people have memories of the stories of him, and then mm -hmm. those are retold. And so it it becomes kind of like this 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 circle that runs around in a different kind of way or something i don't know it's 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 cool it's interesting I, the other one that pops into my head as we're talking here is uh wildwood new jersey mm -hmm. right yeah, and we did yeah. this with jasmine um our eldest daughter where you know when i was let's say 10 11 12 years old we would go vacation at the Jersey Shore and those little um, um, we would go to Wildwood New Jersey actually North Wildwood and in North Wildwood there's an area I, I think it might even be um, registered as you know national historic places these these old motels kind of the 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 two or three story L-shaped motels from the 1950s and 60s six, from the 1950s and 60s and 70s and you know we were a few block a few blocks away from the boardwalk and the ocean and i had the freedom then at 12 years old where i would you know leave the motel and my my buddy danny went with us a couple of years or uh you know and he and i would go walk down to the boardwalk or walk down to the beach and and because they've preserved these these old um you know kind of kitschy uh uh motels much of it is still the same again so so i have uh, oh yeah i go to the you know you know i look across and here's the motel called the lollipop and here's the cardinal and and you know you go and 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 things are at least somewhat preserved and and even flavors because then now it's been a few years but you know we would go to wildwood new jersey and there was max pizza and oh my gosh i taste it and it tastes exactly the same as it tasted in 1973 or at least that's what i think and and you're so gosh i want to share that with our children you know <laughs> yeah so we have been we have been with meshach and and edie and finn with our younger children as well uh back to wildwood and even if i'm not staying at that motel my gosh i just want to walk through that neighborhood because 
it is full of that richness. It is full of the memories. Um, you know, we talk about where I grew up. You know, I lived a block and a half away from the elementary school that I walked to every day from kindergarten through sixth grade. You know, sometimes kicking a empty pop can down the down the road as I walked, or sometimes you know making snowballs or whatever. There's so much, and and there's so much of the story that just sort of resides in place. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah. interesting. Uh... I'm wondering, you know, because I've never moved away from Columbus, mm. and I've been here, and my dad still lives where I grew up. Right. Um, and I, you know, I, and going up, I, you just have a different experience of place growing up than I do, and I wonder if you move, when you move away, if you have a different experience, because... Maybe. Like, I'm still riding on those roads, and usually when I'm driving, I, I mean, I'll have little memories. When I walk... Sometimes when I w walk, like we'll go do trick or treating or something in my 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 dad's neighborhood. Right. And that will oftentimes trigger stories. It'll trigger some stories. Yeah. Trigger some different memories. It, it will. But it, I wondered, yeah, just the difference. Right. I mean, because basically, you have lived in this zip code since you were like one or two years old, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've had you know. Lived in Boston for a few years, so five, six years being out of state, uh -huh. and then now being three hours away. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Maybe it's personality. Right. Uh, who, who knows? Your, your sister holds a lot of stories, right? She, my sister holds a lot of stories. You know, and even she though does. she's stayed in the area. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I don't know what all the elements are to it, but, but I think, um, you know, I... I it, it, it makes me, you know, it makes me want to go back to Wildwood right now, right? It makes me mm -hmm. want to go to those places um, where we haven't been for a while or maybe where we haven't, you know, ever visited, where we visited, you know, years ago or, or maybe even some of the places where you and I visited years ago, going to Kelly's Island or Lakeside up in um, northern Ohio on Lake Erie where... Mm -hmm. You know, you and I have some memories, but we haven't been there in so many years. And just, it would be cool to see what would be triggered to go back to those places. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, place and story. Well, I, uh, we hope this uh, gets you thinking about the places that evoke story for you or the or if we want to think a little more mystically, the, the, the little spots and um, nooks and crannies of the world where, um, where your stories reside. Why not ask a friend, a loved one, an elder to show you around the neighborhood where they once lived? Why not listen to their stories of the land, to their stories of the neighborhood? Why not invite a family member or a friend to one of the places that, that hold your stories? Why not walk with them and show them where some of your stories reside? Densentia's Sacred Stories of the Land and Neighborhood and a blessing wish. In the days and months and years ahead, 
May you soak the land with many worthy stories. I'm Michael Malley, and you've been listening to the Mindful Storyteller.